Hello and welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. How you doing, Monica? I'm hanging in there, considering everything that's going on in the world, I'm hanging in there. Yes. How about you? Same. Um, for those of you that may be, might be listening at a later date, um, we're recording this during the coronavirus uh, stay-at-home order, quarantine, self-isolation, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's just, it's some weird times out in the world right now. It's, there's a lot of uncertainty going on. And I would like to just say that I'm incredibly thankful for technology, which I never thought I would say. But um, God, it's definitely, yes. it's helping us stay connected right now, you know? Absolutely. I don't know what I would do without it either. God. I had like so. the worst, um, like the before like the mandatory stay at home when there was just like highly recommended um last week um my fucking wi-fi went out and oh, that's I, was, horrible. I was like how am i supposed to have have time like at home by myself not talking to anyone and i don't have any internet connection terrible luckily, that sucks doesn't it oh it's awful but luckily it's back on so now i have um you know instagram and zoom zoom chats have been really fun and netflix a plenty to hold me over so um, absolutely i'm doing okay uh we just did our first group spell last night which was yes we uh, did which i think was a, quite a success i think it was amazing i'm i'm so happy with how many people participated uh, monica was kind enough to share with us a spell that her spirit guide gave her once um and we were able to say it, and it was really cool because a lot of people joined in. We we did, like, a Facebook Live for it, and so we got to say it with a bunch of people, but we know that there was people from all over the world, actually, that said it with us, and I thought that was amazing. It is amazing. So amazing. Yes. Could you share a little bit about um, how, how you got that spell? Well, it was, God, it was many years ago, and um, one of my coven sisters Contra contact contracted um contracted is that the con contracted yeah contracted MRSA because her husband was very sick and uh, she was taking care of him in the in the hospital and as you know that's a uh, back then I mean I think it's changed now but it is a skin eating disease and you have to be quarantined and um, one night I was sleeping and I got nudged and woke up from a deep sleep and said get your paper and pencil and take this down. This is for your friend. So of course I got up out of my sleep and I copied it down and that there it was right there. So it was pretty amazing. I just downloaded that from spirit. You know, what's kind of funny is that you just said that um, back then when, when you wrote the spell and stuff, Mercer was a really big deal and people that had, it had to be quarantined. Yes, and yes. we legit just use this spell again for people in quarantine. Right. Isn't that, that's so, like, right, so parallel. Right. Parallel, so. I thought that was super, super cool. One of the girls that joined us for our Facebook Live yesterday and said the spell with us is that she did a candle to St. Corona, who is the patron yes. saint of pandemics, which I didn't know that. Yes, she's a Roman goddess of, uh, uh, in, you know, pandemics, like she said, so. I would love to get a picture of her to see what she looks like, to be honest with you. You know, that would be interesting to see. But she is a Roman goddess. Oh, so, she's a, she, so she's not just a saint, she's a goddess too? I'm pretty sure she's a, oh, you know what, now I don't know if I'm saying that right. I Don't quote me on that yet, but I, yeah, you're right, maybe it was a saint or I don't know if she was a goddess or a saint, but yeah, I have I to introduce my yeah, I think I'm going to do a little bit of research and then hopefully um, for one of our Ask Astragas or something, we, we can open with that and talk about her, especially right now while it's so relevant and prevalent. Right, exactly, exactly. So I just realized that we did not talk about what we're drinking tonight. That's I know. Faux pas, man. What you drinking? So what you th I'm drinking some Baileys. What are you drinking? You're going wild and crazy with your Baileys. Yes. Um, I, one of these days, Monica, you need to watch, there's this um, British show that was on Adult Swim called The Mighty Boosh, and it's like this really silly, um, kind of like a skit show, but there's uh -huh. one of them, and I think we've told you about this before, where there's this like swamp lake monster called Old Greg, 
and oh, yes. I can't help but think of think of you and old Greg every time I hear the word Bailey's now. Uh-huh. <laughs> because that's what he drank, huh? Yep. I'm gonna get drunk on Bailey's. You're gonna you're gonna have to watch it and you're gonna just be like, what the fuck? Because you're gonna see that and be like, oh, that's what Shauna and Ricky think about every time I say Bailey's. Yeah. I am drinking a Prosecco and it is a Hello Kitty Prosecco. Okay, you're still on that, huh? I'm, okay. I'm still on that. I popped it open. We just did a, our first Instagram live right before we started recording this. And so I popped it open um, in celebration of that. And yeah. Ricky popped in for our Instagram yeah. live. And he said that this was very gross. Um, and he, he was not a fan. I think it's okay. It's, um, it's a little like, it's not as dry as most Proseccos are, at least the ones that I like. It's not awful but i don't know if i'm gonna go crazy to buy it again but it's not as nasty okay. some of the stuff i've had so we need so far yeah so tonight sure. we're gonna talk about book of shadows and grimoires yes i and think everybody every good little witch should have a pos um what am i saying the short form of saying book of shadow dos um for in their in their uh, uh, witchy cabinet or witchy library for sure. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. You know, a book of shadows could be any kind of book that you keep your magical notes in, your spells in. Doesn't necessarily have to be a big leather bound book with ties and parchment paper. Although, me being liking my toys and liking stuff like that. I do like that and I do have one like that, but most of my Book of Shadows are in binders or notebooks and uh, any place that you lay your, your spells down, your workings, your information becomes your BOS. Yes. Um, my first Book of Shadows was in a binder and now um, I have a fancy leather bound one with handmade paper and it, it's really beautiful. I actually yeah. got it in New Orleans when we took our coming field trip there. Wow. Very and, good. Oh, I love it. I think it's beautiful. But I, I do have to say that I think honestly the way to go, I think is binders. And uh. the reason that I say that is because first off, you can use all of this amazing... <laughs> scrapbook that paper that was uh -huh. monica's familiars chiming in he was like hey no no binders we do fancy <laughs> leather bound only yeah, yes traditionalist apparently yeah. um but you can use like what i did was i used a lot of um scrapbooking material to make these really beautiful pages in the book of shadows and uh -huh. I'm in those like little plastic binder sleeves. But the reason why I liked the binder the most is because you can open the binder up and rearrange it. And you can add to it and subtract from it if you need to. Absolutely, yeah. yes. What I did with my, my leather-bound um, Book of Shadows, which is still in the process, believe it or not, is I had people who knew how to draw really, really good artists do borders around each page. So I have all these amazing art, all this amazing artwork on in my Book of Shadows that now I just need to fill in the blanks with all my stuff. But and there's still a lot of pages that need to be worked on, art, you know, with the artists and stuff. But yeah, that's been a long term project for me. Long term. I love that. I've I've heard you talk about that before, and I think that it's just such a really beautiful idea to have coven members and just close witchy friends doodle and draw and, and do the borders in your book of shadows and that really spoke to me so um i'm stealing that idea oh please do and uh, the audience can also steal that idea it's, it's super cool guys i really recommend that you do that if you have a dedicated book um that you want to be like your fancy book of shadows because i have my fancy book of shadows and then i have a million notebooks with a bunch of notes and spells and stuff in them and then, like, when I really like something, because I kind of plan on handing my Book of Shadows down one day to my kids, a coven member, somebody, you know, so right. I want to make, like, kind of like a legacy one. But I have a few doodles in there already. I think you actually did one for me, Monica. I think I do have a border with you. Um, me? I think so. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then I, I have another one from our lovely coven sister, the coven sister. 
Ah. She she did one for me, but we also have so many beautiful artists at Green Man that are really amazing artists. So once this quarantine is done and we're allowed to see each other again, I'm definitely going to take advantage of that because I miss my friends. And I I guess like one thing I'll say is just off topic um, and a little tangity is that I've really taken everyone for granted. And the fact that I get to see everyone every day at work. And so now I'm not able to, right? I think that this, this, uh, this plague is going to make a lot of people humbled, humble a lot of people, you know? I really hope so because, you know, there's been a lot of people that have been like hoarding stuff and uh, there's been a lot of aggression, probably just because tensions are really high. But yes. I really hope that it helps also humble people and make people be a little nicer. I know it's definitely done that for me. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it makes you think about, Ricks, you really evaluate everything, your friendships, your life, everything you know mm-hmm. yeah it, it really does it's it's trippy it's really trippy the things that have crossed my mind that I mean I've thought about them before but it's always been a, like a, a fantasy kind of thing like oh well this is never gonna happen so and now it's happening I'm like whoa um but yeah but I, I definitely I miss my green man family and I realized that I I didn't appreciate the time that I've had with them in the past and I think I'm definitely gonna cherish it a little bit more now um, yeah absolutely yeah so that was that was my tangent, but um, okay. but yeah, I'm definitely gonna bring that bring in my book of shadows and have people draw on it. So I suggest everyone else do, does that. If you, if you have friends that are really um, gifted with drawing and or painting or something, or you just have witchy friends and you want them to leave their little mark in your magical life, having them draw a border or a little doodle on the corner of one of your book of shadow pages is an excellent way to do it. Yes, I agree. I agree. So some people actually keep digital Book of Shadows. Now, how do, how do you feel about that, Monica? You know, you know me. I like hard copies. I like to have it in my hot little hands. So, I mean, if it works for you digitally, go for it. But I like the, the hard copy in my hands as, as well as any of my reading material. I like the books. I like to have them present with me. That's right. just more like quirky things that I do. Yeah. I do. I like it too. I mean, digital isn't, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. And if that's what works for you, that's cool. It's definitely um, a little more accessible because you can probably have it on your computer and on your phone. And then that way your book of shadows is always with you. True. Um, True. But I, I like having my hard copy as well. Um, and so I have, I don't have my binder anymore. When I first started, I had a binder that I would put everything in. And since I've actually taken all those scrapbook pages and, and glued them into my leather book of shadows. And then I have a lot of notebooks that I use uh-huh. when I'm taking classes or meditating and stuff. And if there's something very substantial and noteworthy or something that I know I'm going to have a hard time remembering that I need to reference to often, I put that in my book of shadows. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those will thing. all go into the leather bound the fancy one and any like big spells that I really love that have worked and that that all goes into the fancy one otherwise I have a lot of like chicken scratch scribble notebooks with a bunch of stuff yeah and um it's you know it's supposed to be done in your own hand but I mean this is now 2020 so I'm sure people are using uh printed things and stuff like that but back in the day it was supposed to be in your own hand and they probably used some kind of bat's blood dragon's blood or dove's blood to write that with but like i said it is now 2020 and we've evolved to you know electronics and everything else so i'm sure there's a lot of printed material that that is going to be in books of shadows i have to say mad respect to anybody that used like dragon's blood or dove's blood and a quill I don't know how many of you guys have used a quill and ink to write before, but it is a pain hard. in the ass. It's hard to do. It's very hard to do. Yeah, it's very hard to do. It's very hard. So I'm imagining like a full like leather bound volume in that like you guys either had a lot of patience or nothing better to do. I mean, uh-huh. hell, we're in quarantine. I really don't have anything better to do and I'm still not signing up to do that. <laughs> right. Right. Um. I, I have a lot of stuff that I've written by hand. I do have a few things that have been printed, but what I've enjoyed doing, um, I'm not a very good artist in the sense of drawing and, and things like that, but what I did do was I tried to really think about what I was putting into the book. So, and 
color coordinate it with the magical colors. So oh, okay. like if I was writing a love spell, it was going to be written in like red, pink, or green. Um, if I was doing a healing spell, it was probably blue, that kind of thing. And it's why oh, you have colored pens. Yeah, that was a fun thing. Um, I've read different things, and this could be just different covens or different traditions, but I've heard that it was traditional back in the day that the high priestess keep the Book of Shadows, and then it gets passed down to, you know, the next in line when she retires. Does that mean that, now I know that, like, we have, like, a coven Book of Shadows, so to speak, but does that mean that other witches kind of didn't have their own back in the day, and it was more of, like, a privilege that just the high priestess had? I don't know. I mean, I think that, um, no, I, I think that, that witches had their own Book of Shadows as well. But if you're talking about a coven, a grimoire or a Book of Shadows, yes, that does get passed down. As well as your regular Book of Shadows will get passed down to your children or to someone who is worthy of receiving all of that unbelievable information cool. that's going to be yeah. coming to you. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah, I was kind of wondering about that because I was a little unclear because I'd read different things, so I knew that there was probably, like, a coven grimoire that was kept by the high priestess, but I wasn't sure what was, um, like, if, if it was okay, I guess, back in the day for witches to have their own if, um, if they weren't the high priestess of a coven. Did the high priest get to keep it ever? Is that, in your experience, like, does the high priest, is he active with the Book of Shadows and stuff? Um, in some, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah. I okay. think so, but you know, you know, the high priestess is the rocker, is yeah. the is the uh, main she's, squeeze. She's the shit. She's <laughs> the shit. Yes, absolutely. Um, one rule about Book of Shadows, because again, with witchcraft, there really isn't too many rules about anything other than mason jars. Um, mason jars are, are the number one rule in witchcraft. You always need them because there's always shit that you need to put in the jar, whether it's herbs or pins or your ex-boyfriend, like whatever, something's going in a mason right. jar, so you might as well have them. But um, one of the rules that I do think is pretty universal as well is to not let people read your grimoire. Exactly. And as a matter of fact, on the very first page of your book, you should be write some kind of a warning, like do not enter, you are not allowed to enter and pass this page, and you put that warning on as a guard for your book. So so that it doesn't get read by just every Tom, Dick, and Harry around. So there's definitely a warning, a little um, ward that you put on the very first page mm -hmm. with words of like warning, do not, do not enter, only those who are worthy can enter or something, and you, and you make a little spell out of that to protect it so people won't read your stuff. Because it's not for everyone's eyes. It's yeah, not. exactly. I have um, I, I have done that with my with my fancy leather bun one. Um, after mm -hmm. you told me, so do you think that spell acts as like like a security guard where people will be like, oh shit, I shouldn't read this, or yes. do you think that it? That, but what happens if they read it? Do you think it like curses them? Like, does the book of oh, shadows yeah, I mean, become a cursed <laughs> object in the wrong hands? Yeah, yeah. Some people do put a curse on it. <laughs> like, if you go past this page and you're not invited may this happen to you, <laughs> you know, may your hair fall off or something like that. So, you know, we yeah. just did that video um, about annoying curses. I think I kind of want to do that with mine. That just sounds really cool that I could have a cursed, a cursed object. And we right. had all those annoying curses that we did. So I'm, I'm between the fitted sheet popping off in your face every night or the dog farting on your face. I think uh -huh. that might be the curse for people that read my book. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Can exactly. I say that after we talked about that and we did those those annoying curses and did that stupid little video about it, my fucking fitted sheet has not stayed on my mattress at all. <laughs> and then my pug Dahmer jumped in my lap and I was like, oh, hi, Jum Jum. And I was talking to him and he turned around and butt first and just farted right in my face. Oh and my it was gosh. lethal. It was lethal. I can't believe something so disgusting came out of something so little. And... Wow. I feel like so I accidentally works. got all of those curses. <laughs> oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> it was pretty that bad. Is... Pug farts are pretty, pretty brutal, man. They're pretty brutal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what are some things that you would recommend that people keep in their book of shadows? Okay. So for instance, um, with the coven book of shadows, I mean, we put down, uh, I think you have to record every little thing. Let's go with spells. You're going to do a spell. 
who write the day, the year, the month, the time of day, the weather conditions, and you write the spell. And um, later on, you go back after you have done the spell and if it worked or didn't work and you record that information as well. So you record date, time, weather, or where you are, who's present, what the spell is about. And then later on, after you do the working, you can go back and say, this spell worked or this spell failed. So at least you have not, you know, you know, okay, I'm not going to do this spell or I have to improve on this spell or this spell is perfect. It's just going to work and I can use it over and over again. Right. I, yeah. Now a lot on a lot of those, one of the, the pieces of information that I've always been taught to write down um, is the, you know, like the moon phase and, you know, yes, the, time the moon phase. Like, yeah. Yes. The moon Absolutely. phase is a big one. Yeah. Who's with you? Time, date and stuff like that, but also weather. Yes. Weather. I did say weather. Yeah. So yes. But, but why? Like that was my question. I don't, uh, just because, you know, um, you just write the weather down to see like if that had any effect on that spell. Because if it was like a nice windy day and you were doing a spell, maybe the wind had something to do with it. Or if it was raining, maybe the rain had something to do with the, the success of that spell. I, okay, that makes sense. I think, um, and I got this not necessarily from, I, well, the, my philosophy started on a more of a paranormal um, basis of it when I did a lot of paranormal investigating versus a witchy basis. But um, when it, water is a conduit of spirit. And, you know, we know that the ancestors are in the West, they're in the quarter where water is, and that that's kind of what, where the veil, so to speak, kind of stands. Um, so we know that waters are something that really attach and, and tie us to spirit in the spirit realm. And that's also true in paranormal investigating. If you are investigating somewhere near, like, a body of water, moving water, you tend to get more activity. Um, or when it's raining, part of that belief that is more scientific versus witchy is that it's like the movement, the kinetic energy of the moving water kicks up energy uh -huh. for the spirits to use. That's right. It is a conductor of energy, don't forget. Yeah. And yes. so because of that, I always figured like if you were doing a spell that more had to do with, with spirits, like to banish one, to call one forward or something like that, that you would want to maybe use advantage during a rainy day. Um, or if you wanted to make things change, I always think wind because wind moves things. So it, it changes even your front yard because you'll go back outside and everything's a little different because of what the wind brought in um, uh -huh. or what the wind has moved, you know? Right. Um, so I didn't know if it was also kind of like, I always thought that you could kind of use weather in your magic to enhance, enhance your spell. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely. Yes. That's something I should actually put in my book of shadows. Now that I think about it and things to put in, I haven't really written a passage on how weather relates to my magic personally. I should really write that in. That'd be kind of cool. Yes, that would be very cool. And you know, um, I've even seen and have done in the past when I was studying green witchery, you know, about the herbs and the plant life and the flora around us. I would get little clipplings, which I would press into my book of shadows, identifying them, identifying the plant, the herb, and what it's good for and what it's used for. Well, so you actually that. have, yeah, you actually have some live, like, uh, botanicals in your book of shadows as well. I think that's really beautiful. I love that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't actually have a lot written in my book of shadows about plants just because I'm weird and I'm OCD and a little bit of a control freak. So my leather bound book of shadows is kind of like still in, it's going to probably, probably be like a work in process forever, but um, I have other books about plants. And so that's kind of where I put it and my uh -huh. notes on them, okay. but I do have, so each time that our coven meets to do a ritual, we asperge, which means we cleanse with a sprig of either rue or rosemary and some water. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some blessed water. Yes. Yeah. And our, our lovely high priestess, Monica, asks all of us every time to bring flowers for the altar, which we all almost always forget. Yes. Um, except Brooke. <laughs> Brooke's been really yeah. good about that. So prop, props to our newest coven sister. She's been good. Yeah. Um, 
I was really good when I first started too. And I pride I was like really proud of that because Monica would even like remind people and be like, no one ever does it. And I'd be like, I'm going to do it. And then I don't know, I guess I got comfortable because I started forgetting too. Um, but on the night of my dedication, when I got my cords, everyone actually did bring flowers and I was able to take them from the altar and I pressed those. See, now yeah. that goes into a book of shadows. Yeah, for and sure. That, yes, that definitely. I took the flowers off of the altar because when a witch gets dedicated, that's a really big deal. And I wanted something to really commemorate that moment that I could write about and put something in with my book of shadows. So I did write about my dedication in my book of shadows and I took my flowers and I pressed them and they're in there too. Excellent. Very, very good. That's great. So, yes, but I love that idea of pressing the flowers and, and putting them in because not only is it special and then you have that plant energy in your book of shadows, but then you also have the identifier for it. That's really neat. Yes, it's really cool. Oh, I mean, God. I've seen some amazing book of shadows. People like keep um, the most amazing things in there. I mean, feathers and just information out the wazoo that like that you gather throughout your entire magical life and you have recorded so it's down in stone forever to pass down it's a pretty amazing tool and a necessary tool I believe I think so too I think it's really beautiful um I love mine and I'm gonna attempt to use this quarantine as time to hopefully work on mine a little bit and get some more stuff in there um I did write down a couple things that are good to put in your corn warm and but before I get there, I wanted to share a little story that hopefully everyone can get a good a good laugh at from Baby Witch Shauna. Okay. I have always been super into magic, even when I was a kid. But you know, when you're a kid, you don't really know what that means usually. So I was super into watching all the like supernatural shows and all that stuff. And I, I would get my hands on any little spell book that I could find and You'd always see it in movies and stuff that someone had like this big leather bound notebook full of spells and shit. And that was like sometimes like the main focus of, of the movie, like in, in Hocus Pocus with Winifred and her book. And she would just call to it and like float through the air to her and stuff. Yeah. And I, I remember going to this witchcraft story that I would go to a lot when I was a kid. And they'd always have these big, beautiful, leather-bound book of shadows in, like, these display cases. And this place was a little overpriced, a lot overpriced. So you'd see them, and it'd be like, it would just have a sign that says, book of shadows, $210 or whatever, you know? And I always wanted one because I was like, man, what's in that book? Because I thought that things were written in there. I thought uh -huh. that the book of shadows was, like, some fucking Necronomicon fucking crazy ancient witchcraft spell book <laughs> and then baby witch shauna starts taking formal witchcraft classes and realizes that i have to do my own goddamn book of shadows and that those big fancy leather brown books i have to fill in and i was i was very disappointed in that okay i was mad i was disappointed <laughs> yeah i thought i was gonna, come was up. gonna be there huh? yeah i thought i was gonna come up on some really cool knowledge that was just gonna be put into my grubby little hands and that wasn't the case and i'm still a little bitter about it okay <laughs> <laughs> but now you have your own book of shadows correct yes and now i have my own book of shadows and i also have my notebooks of shadows as i'm gonna call it just like a million notebooks with all sorts of shit written in them um, so I wanted to share that because I'm pretty sure that at some point other people that are listening to this probably thought the same thing same. and thought that a book of shadows was some kind of like actual published book, but it's not. Um, however, if you do want to see a really cool book of shadows from a very notable witch, um, after Scott Cunningham died, I, I believe it was probably coven members of his or family members, but somebody did find his book of shadows and they took it and they published it and they turned it into nice. a book. And there's a lot of really awesome spells in it. And the fun thing that I really loved about it was that they even photocopied some of the pages so you could see his handwriting in it. Nice. And I, I loved that. And a lot of people always message us and ask about good spell books and you know, kind of where to start. And Scott Cunningham's, it's called Book of Shadows by Scott Cunningham. And it, it's a really cool book. It has some really fabulous spells in it. And it also gives you a little sneak peek into what a Book of Shadows should look like. Yes, yes. 
And you know, some people really get technical and they section it off into sections for like different spells and different like areas like a, the green witchery and you know, maybe water magic, earth magic. I mean, people really go all out and you know, it's your personal book. So you do it the way you want to do it. So that's the good part. So you can section it off, uh, whatever you want to do with it. That can makes I just sense. say, if you want to section it off, get a binder because I like sectioning mine off and I like it very um, organized like that, almost like a cookbook. You know how they're like always sectioned off by like the different types of meat and things and having this leather bound book. And as I go to add things to it, I can no longer keep up with things being sectioned off that way because I'll run out of pages or whatever uh-huh. for that section. So it's, it's bugged. It's bugged me. It has triggered my OCD. So if you're someone that it's really going to bother you to not have it sectioned off like that, um, either you've got to really, really plan ahead or just get a binder. I think that if if I ever have to kind of make another one outside of the leather bound one I have, I'm going to get a really cool, very sturdy binder and just do it that way and save myself a lot of frustration. I have so many BOSs here you don't understand. <laughs> My that's, whole shelf is That's the thing, real. though. Like, don't you want to make, like, the BOS, like mac daddy where it's just like this humongous thing because that that's kind of what i want yeah i mean do you remember that big one that hobbit bought i mean it was so huge it was so big but that's what i mean like that's what i want i want like this fucking like size clean grimoire where everything's in there yeah you know but it is probably better when you have a bunch of different ones though because if you're for instance, Monica, a high priestess, and then you have someone like a coven member like Shauna pets it for you. Shauna might have tried to raid Monica's bookshelf looking for her book of shadows. Uh-huh. And if she has it sectioned off in a million different notebooks, Shauna could not find what she wanted. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes, I, I don't let too many people into my room because this is my sanctuary. So only the people I totally trust get to come in here. And it's usually messy. That's why. Um, I don't even you know, know what, so I was, I don't want what I was looking, looking for. On made bed or whatever. Yeah, no, I get you. I don't even know what I was looking for. Yeah, I was what like, were you I looking want, for? I don't know. I was like, does Monica have secret Strega shit here that I'm not supposed to know about? Do I get a snoop and find <laughs> something cool? And then it was just like regular books. I'm like, this bitch, she probably knew I was going to try this and like hit it somewhere. And I'm like, I'm not going to go try to dig for it. Like, fine. If it was just out there in the open, I was going to be nosy. But I, you probably like hit it in your closet. I'm like, well, forget it. Like, I don't get to learn any secret ancient Strega knowledge right now. <laughs> so then instead yeah, I just I, had Cheetos with the dogs years ago, I, oh cool <laughs> I I told my coven members that I was going to do an open day where they can come and look through my book of shadows and take take the book pages out because they were in binders right mm-hmm. and have them copied and it would be you can only do it for this day and during this time for X amount of hours and then I need it back so I did offer that to my coven years ago. And not too many people took advantage of it. I think that was years ago before I joined the coven. So I would like mm-hmm. for um, yep. maybe that day to be reinstated because I'd like to see what's up. Uh, that's yep. my nosiness. But yep. um, I did come up with a cool like little list of things that I thought that people, if they needed ideas on things to put into their book of shadows that are kind of cool. Um, as Monica said, when you do a spell, write down the spell, what you did, the ingredients in it, time, date, moon phase, weather, who is with you. And not only write it down as if it was a recipe, but at least in my experience, once I'm in the middle of a spell, it kind of varies a little bit. So it's good to write down almost like a recipe, but then to write down what you actually did and make sure that you note the changes in ingredients or what have you that you did. Um, right. But also color magic. And knowing color correspondences and having that, at least for me, that's kind of one of like the first pages that I would put in because then I use color magic when I'm writing in it to kind of coordinate Mm -hmm. things. Um, Magic times, because if you look at each day, each day is ruled by a different planet, which means it has its own energy. And then the hours as well are all different for each day of the week. That's a fun thing to put in there because I don't know about you, but I, I don't remember any of those. No, no, I have, we have a, a list, a chart that, that we refer to for that. Yeah. It's like and an ephemeris. 
ephemerously. Yeah. And so it's really cool to have that in your book of shadows that you can refer to. Cause I don't know about you guys, but when I'm doing a spell and I need to like pull out the leather bound book of shadows, I feel witchy as fuck. It really just amps up that magic. It does. It truly does. It's a very magical tool. Very mm-hmm. magical tool. A really fun thing to put in there also is your magical seals, symbols, sigils, and, and bebes. Yes, absolutely, because they are all part of spell work. I, I rely on, on symbolism very heavily in, in my personal practice, and so having them there, whether it be something that I've, a symbol that I've created on my own or someone someone gifted me one or I found it in a book if I like it and it speaks to me it goes in my book of shadows and I will draw it out it'll be color coordinated and I'll also have like a little note on it like what it's for mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. that's a really wonderful thing to kind of put in there um holidays and traditions that's a, that's a really fun one that I've started to kind of add into my book of shadows is the different um holidays from the wheel of the year the meaning of each holiday and different ways that it's celebrated and I always try and add in at least one uh, holiday traditional food like a kitchen witchery food right in there so that that's that's in there because I feel like that's a really good way to um, carry those traditions on because again one of the things about your book of shadows is that at some point it will be handed off to someone else and then they can see your traditions and hopefully carry them out yes absolutely yes that's a good thing to put in there. I mean, you can put recipes in for magical foods. Like you said, that's a great thing to put in there. Um, um, mixing of oils, what you, the ingredients for oils or incense blends, that could go in there as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, when people have asked me in the past, like, well, what is a book of shadows? What does that, that really entail or what does that mean? I tell everyone that it's kind of like a witch's cookbook. Everything right. that this she needs to it. know for, for her ingredients and her spells and anything else, it's a cookbook. And that's the best way that I can kind of describe it. Another cool thing to kind of put in there is rituals. And I say that because I have been in my fair share of public rituals and working magical groups, not necessarily covens, but just people that like get together and do things. And right. once in a while... Um, when you have a very organized or OCD um, working group, they'll actually type the rituals out for you. Uh-huh, or they yes. have them, yeah, or they'll have them typed out for themselves because the people that are actually doing the ritual need to call the quarters a certain way. And th- so the script is all there. And I actually found in my old book of shadows, my binder, I found a lot of those. I wow, found like awesome. the write-ups of them. And so that was something really special. Um, whether it's a ritual I would actually use today and bring to my coven or one that I look at and be like, no, not so much. It was still kind of cool to see my growth and know that was something I participated in. And I think that's definitely, especially if it's a ritual that you like, it's definitely something that I would, I would write in. Um, Recently our coven met, I think two months ago now, and that ritual was just really cool. We had fun. We did origami magic and there was just something about it were just the energy was right and everything was it was just juicy and it was good amazing it was it was fabulous and so that's that's something like I would write that not just that spell like the spell was super cool like that's totally going in the book of shadows but that ritual itself where kind of like when you have a coven or a working group and so you the group has its own grimoire as well you write down who called what quarter who did this who did that and that would be like the the energy of that ritual was so good that was that's one where I think I really do have an interest in what was the weather like who was there who did what because it just it felt really good I'm kind of lazy so I don't always write in my my own book of shadows when I do spells you know what I mean um right but when you have a ritual that went like as good as that one did, like that's when you really want to remember what was what there. Oh you know? yeah, absolutely. And it's, it, it's an amazing reference point because sometimes, you know, as the years go on, you forget some of the things that you did and it's so good to go back and relive those moments and say, Oh my God, I can use this now. So it's something, yeah, it's a, it's a treasure to have that book. It really yeah. is. It really is. It really and is. I, I love it and I love mine. And recently, well, twice now actually, I've come across old old spell books. And 
the first one that I came across most recently was um, this old one from 2011, maybe. Wow. And um, it was it was when Green Man had kind of first opened, and I had started taking classes there, and I found my notebook of all of my classes, and even when I took like British traditional and all of these different classes, at one point. I guess I just had enough time on my hands. I had enough time to take all these different classes and I found all my old notes from them. And that was really fun to kind of go through and kind of trippy. And, but the really cool one was this happened probably two years ago. And I had this like crappy target bookshelf by my front door. And between the three of us that live in the house, we have a lot of books. And so this bookshelf was really heavy and the bookshelf just said, nope. And it broke when I was just about to leave for work. And there's books everywhere. I was overwhelmed. I was just like, oh, my God. So I had to take a lot of time to clean that all up and go through everything because it's kind of amazing how much shit you can stick on a bookshelf. Oh, yeah. But I found this old composition book of mine, and I went through it, and it had my very first spell in it. That's amazing. That is amazing. And that's special. It was so special. And you know what the cool thing was? And I'm so fucking glad I dated it. So I know the dates and what everything was for my um, very first spell. I don't know what book it came from because this definitely wasn't a spell that I made up myself because at the time I was 11 and I thought that you could not make up your own spells. I thought spells could only be made up by super, super powerful witches. And there was probably some kind of really strict approval process or something. So I just stuck to what I found in books because it never occurred to me to write my own. Um, But it was for second sight. So for psychic, psychic powers. And considering what I do for a living, I would like to say that it worked. Um, And it was in 2001. Wow. That's a long time ago, girl. Yeah. 19 years. And wow. it, was, it was crazy when I found that. And then I started looking through this composition book and I had all these like cute little notes that 11 year old Shauna wrote about magic and what I was learning. And it was, it was really cool. So I can't remember what else happened around that time. I guess this is when journaling kind of comes in handy, but um, I feel like I was supposed to see that and I feel like maybe I wasn't picking that composition book up so finally spirit was like well fine we're just gonna break your fucking bookshelf and throw it on you like here you go but it was it was cool and so I really encourage everyone like when you do spells like I mean I know I'm really lazy sometimes when I do them and I don't I don't write it down anymore but when I think back to that and that I was able to find something from my very like my very first spell and to find that and see that it was it was a really special moment and I really love the idea of Book of Shadows because it helps record those special moments for you that you can refer back to. Right. And that's why I like the hard copy too. So you could just have it in your hands. That's mm-hmm. it. There you go. Go to each shelf and there it is eternally. So yeah. hundred percent. Is there is there anything um that you would say like to not include in your Book of Shadows? Like what are the Book of Shadows no no's? Are there any? Um, I mean, you just don't want to do random crap in there. It's not a, it's not like a, a, like a doodle page. You know, you want to put things that mean something and spells that you can refer to and information that you could research and refer to later. So you don't want it to be like a doodle page. So I would say no doodling, no mundane shit, all magical stuff goes in there. I don't know. Do you know of any no-nos that go, that shouldn't go in there? I can't necessarily think of any no-nos. I guess what I would try and advise is, um, you know, put things in there that are aligned with your magical path. If you see a spell in a book or from a class or online or something and you look at it and you're like, nah, like this isn't for me. And don't, don't put that in your book of shadows. And if you happen to record something in there and you've recorded the spell in there and you finally gave it a try and it, it didn't seem to do much and it didn't seem to work, then just record that too. Like under that, yes. right? Your experience, you don't have to rip it out or cross it out or anything like that. Just be like, no, like this wasn't for me. This didn't work. Just, just so you know. Right. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you're a perfectionist, have your like working notebook where you kind of like figure everything out, where you experiment and tinker with shit. And then when you have it down and you know, something that you really for sure want to put in your grimoire, then you can kind of add that in. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So other than that, I, other than that, and don't let other people see it. I don't no. really know any no-nos. Have I let people see mine? Yes. Um, but it's not where like people have picked it up off of my bookshelf or off of my altar and looked at it. It's when one of my like witchy friends came over and I wanted to show them something and I opened it up to a specific page and put it in their hands and said, Hey, look at this. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. But I've never, I've never had anyone like just try and like pick it up or any like, just like Joe Schmo look at it. It's just people right. that I've allowed. Right. And I would hope that when people do, uh, attempt to look at your BOS and they turn to the first page and there's that ward that they will have the courtesy not to go any farther. But curiosity does kill the cat, doesn't it? You know, I wondered that because I I don't I don't know if I would. I know like there's a part of me that's really nosy. Like my husband's always like, oh, I'm so nosy. Like he thinks he's a nosy person. But when it came to a magical thing, like I don't know, man, like there's just there's a different boundary with that. I don't know if I would cross that. And um, yeah there's something that you you've taught me and and the rest of the coven about um diagnosing and curing the evil eye when people have the malocchio on them and, and that is nothing that could be given to anybody no that's not anything that can be given to anybody but it is written down because it's something that we all have written down and i've had to use it a couple times at work so instead of bringing my entire book of shadows i have it written down and i have it hidden in my office at work and it even says like private like for shauna's eyes only do not open and for a second i was like well i mean wouldn't that just make people want to look at it more if they found it i mean it's in a pretty good hiding (laughs) spot so i don't think they'll find it but i'm like wouldn't that make them want to look at it and i'm like yeah "Yeah, it might but i'm like but they're witches and they need to respect magical shit and understand magical secrets i'm like so if they if they go ahead and and try and read that like Whatever happens, then those are their fucking consequences. So I don't want to be the poor bastard that opens that. Yeah, true. I mean, I even have a BOS. I call it my Green Man BOS. And I have all my sigils and seals and herbs and oils and moon phases and ephemeris that I use in spell working at the store because I do a lot of candles for people at the store or mojos or whatever. So I also have a... And sometimes it does not come home with me. And I often wonder whose eyes have seen that book so uh, i've seen nosy little birds in that one before um mm-hmm. i've seen that but you know i don't know i feel i feel like when you do that if you're gonna actually like try and be nosy and sneak into someone's book of shadows like there's got to be some kind of coin to pay for that one yeah like, i yeah. just i whether they curse the the book on purpose or not like spirits watching your ass and so if you're seeing especially if you're gonna i think if you were to see something that you weren't ready to see or you weren't supposed to see you probably just wouldn't understand it or you would miss that page um but i'm sure that there's some kind of coin that has to go with that yes my nosy ass may have tried to look for yours but i didn't find it so i didn't have to deal with that coin (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i i yeah i get it so so everybody Whatever your book or shadow is, make it special, make it make it witchy, make it magical, ward it, make sure you're you're recording all your spells, all your recipes, and this is gonna be something that you'll have for the rest of your life. Yes. And can I say that once in a while Monica and I talk about spells on the podcast and we even just put Monica's spell to rid disease up on our Instagram and that one hundred percent can be things that you record and write into your BOS. Absolutely. And I was I was teetering on whether to share that spell with the world, but I feel that we need it right now. And I was willing to do that, you know, because we need it so I, badly right now. I think that that was really amazing. So that's why I shared it. Yeah, it, that was such a personal spell, too. Um, so that was really it was amazing. Very personal. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty personal. So, yeah. But I loved it. I mean, I, I, it's like one of the best spells 
I've ever gotten downloaded. So, yeah. Oh, amazing. it gives me chills every time I read it. Over um, yeah. over the holidays, my husband got really sick and he had like a flu. And I, I, I got really worried about him for a minute because that fever was not going down. And I finally woke him up. Well, no, he was already kind of awake. And I like put my book of shadows in front of him. And I'm like, you need to say this. And he was like, oh, fine, I guess. And then the next day he was still feeling like shit. I'm like, you need to say this, but with meaning. And you know what? He did. And you know what? He's still alive. So it worked. Yeah, the fever broke, I bet, right? Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so that's all I got on, on um, Grimoires and Book of Shadows. I think we've talked about hopefully coming out with some different spells that people can put in there. Um, we've definitely have some things in the works. We've talked about a Patreon. I know that right now um, we're still trying to get it going and uh, the whole world is in flux but so you might if you subscribe to our patreon later when we do have it open for the public you might be one of the lucky few that get some uh book of shadows pages to insert into your own from monica or, or i or both of us right right yes indeed we have a lot of good good thoughts and good ideas coming your way for yes. sure we do so um don't forget to follow us wine spirits and witches um on instagram there is a private facebook group where monica and i both go and interact and talk to people on so you can go to the private facebook group to request to join there too um if you have any questions for us about anything feel free to email us at wine spirits and witches at gmail.com and anything else oh and also remember every if you're hearing this and the corona pandemic is still going on we are going to be doing a facebook live or an instagram live you have to check those platforms to see where we'll post to tell you where we're doing it but every saturday at 6 p.m we will be reciting the spell to rid disease and we ask everyone to join us whether you want to join us on the live video that we do or you want to just do it on your own at 6 p.m we ask everyone um because there's strength in numbers absolutely more powerful strength in numbers and we need to do this so we are witches we've been persecuted before we have been suppressed before we're not going to let a virus take us down fuck that hell no hell no (laughs) so thank you everyone we will see you soon we'll talk to you guys soon stay tuned we have some ask us dragon mini sods coming your way in the next couple days and until then marry me Mary parts and, and Mary marry me, me again. again. <laughs>